1: Series 17, welcome back everybody, our first guest episode of the series, but before we start... Can I get one of them first? Oh, yeah, of course you can. Chink, chink. Make it a good one lads. Cheers, cheers. Cheers John Boy. All oh, the best big dog. Before we start, I think we should say a massive thank you for all the support from the Patreons going into this 17th series. I don't think without the Patreons we'd be on series 17, so we want to say thank you.
2: I can guarantee we won't be doing this if we were... We'll... We didn't have the Patreon. No. I mean, there's a lot of uh, companies out there that have got big production
3: things and big teams behind them, but there's just us, isn't there? Just us four. Just yeah. us for. So we do Oostring, appreciate it. up and Managing down the country.
2: The I mean, you've got fucking Roy Keane and his mob.
3: <laughs> it's, it's unwritten rule. Mob? Don't mention anybody else. Any mob? other podcast. Have you oh, noticed yeah. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> not allowed. It's so forbidden.
2: <laughs> Apparently, uh, Lee, Lee Sharp did an interview recently (laughs) fuck off right we're (laughs) on our house you knew it were right just fucking say his name right (laughs) you knew
1: knew it were right but
2: no Um, genuinely if it weren't for the patrons we we won't we mm -hmm. wouldn't say we're doing it it won't be it won't be feasible to do it would it
1: no so we want to say a massive thank you to the patrons before we get kicked off if you don't
3: if, if you don't know what it is uh for a few quid a month in, In, case you In case
1: we want some more Patreon. In case we want some more. Chris is going to keep you up to date. What's no, um, involved? It's, it's about three quid a month. Three right? quid a so month. So it's,
2: it's, it's one coffee a month. For two extra episodes,
3: released fortnightly. Um, I've got a couple of facts if you're interested. Oh, Glomp facts, stats. Last year of alone, 180 hours of that word that I don't like
1: content. Content.
3: content. And over 62 clubs are featured last year alone. on these Patreon episodes, alone. never mind the, the other. So you joined series. Patreon
1: tomorrow, like we said, it was that three pound. You'd have all them hundred and how many?
2: Hundred and twenty episodes to go at,
1: back catalogue, so you can have you can
2: binge. So basically, what what the main message is is thank you for supporting us, Patreons, because if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be knocking the uh, the, the free ones out, out, would we? So it's a massive, massive thank you to your Patreons. M- very much appreciated. Yeah, we really do
1: appreciate it. Uh, we're looking forward. So good episode to start by the way with to start a bang.
2: by the way we started uh season 16 with a banger lee sharp yeah and i think we might definitely on par maybe topped it mm.
3: it's just a bold
1: statement it's just this,
3: it's a similar era and the similar ilk of players that he's talking about it's just yeah. it's, I think it was quite similar You like that word,
2: ilk? Ilk? Yeah, I, I like I don't it. know, what, what does it mean?
1: <laughs> it's a descriptive
2: term of people's uh, authority stature. stature Stature, sorry, stature, not yeah. authority I've never
3: seen you go for that one I know. I am not sure what I'm doing It's an interesting <laughs> I don't one <laughs> <do> <laughs> <politics>. <laughs> fingers, yeah.
2: are, fingers are cramping up from swimming Jason
1: McAteer Bolton Liverpool here. Sunland. Sunderland Blackburn
2: Blackburn yeah what were the uh, what were they called the the guys in the white suits the Spice, Spice Boys Spice Boys yeah. plenty on them but,
1: uh, and it's a two-parter as well starting on a two-parter
2: he, Jason's a just the the back end of the proper stuff and going into the more professional more professional mm-hmm. stuff yeah when uh, Ollier came in at Liverpool yeah, yeah. that's when things started to change in football yeah and football Some people would say
1: it the other way around, wouldn't they? You know when it, that he's going from the less professional side to the proper football side. But no, I'm with you. Oh, he's taking
2: a step back, I yeah. think. <laughs> football took a step back in about nineteen ninety
1: eight. Shall well, we get him up, get him in get for him the in. first episode? Series seventeen. Once again, massive thank you to the Patreons.
2: Yeah. I know we uh, pillar can that, but it is incredibly appreciated. So And for you to look at the camera, I knew that you meant that.
1: Yeah. I can't That was from the
3: heart that.
0: Feeling there's a few no comments coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving the fifth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On my intensive research, yeah. there's a lot of common ground at this table. Both play for Sunderland. Yeah. Both make an appearance in Roy Keane's book. Speak highly of Mick McCarthy mm-hmm. as, as a manager. And John. Neither reviewer you wear underpants.
0: You don't wear boxes either? I've I've since started wearing oh, have a you reviewer. started wearing
4: the <laughs> dark
3: side?
0: Yeah. Yeah, here yeah. Are you <laughs> Are you still commando? I've been commando since I was 18. No, I read this thing in a in a magazine that you if you don't, your bollocks can drop really low. And it's not a good look as you get older. Well
2: yeah, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, we're it's just giving like my yeah. ankle, we had a bit itchy. Yeah, it can cause a testicular hernia
0: by all accounts. So <laughs> it helps so it helps to wear job.
2: them. It was to the play in them like, but
0: Yeah, a little pair of slips. Yeah.
3: Did you not feel more comfortable when you had them on? No In
0: denim as well. You're not chafing. So you're still, you're, yeah, you're still commando. Yeah, love
2: it. Yeah, it's bad though because I'm the back end's not great. So <laughs> the jeans need washing regularly. After one wash, after one wear, he, the jeans are. He dribbles as well, don't you?
0: Yeah, well, you're at that stage of your life, and <laughs> it when all that thing starts happening, yeah.
2: It's the chafing and that I couldn't
3: handle. I, I you know when you start getting sweaty and that
0: sweaty balls. Yeah. No, I've I've gone, I've gone. And I, I go posh now, like Calvin Klein. Oh, do you silk, farting yeah. through silk? And it gives people an, the excuse to buy your underwear for, for your Christmas presents in it because that's all you get as you get older and socks yeah. in socks and undies and that. My mum still gets in. me mediums. That's good,
3: though. If, it's
4: not when you're...
1: When you've got a package like mine.
2: I've seen it many times. It's a back end that you can't <laughs> fit <in. laughs>
3: I've been change on the front end. <laughs>
2: it's gone downhill rapid this oh, oh, it worse. No, no, it
4: it's
2: about the level we'll keep bobbing along it gets worse. Uh, so we uh, do confirm or deny then
0: yeah because
2: i think we, we need to,
0: to. You know, i'm just chuckling to myself there yesterday um i'm doing a master's degree in sport and directorship and um which i'm sure we'll get into later but yesterday i was at a seminar with Kevin Thurwell and loads of academics who were talking dead posh. 24 hours later, I'm with you three talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: and I was that <laughs>
0: like, whoa, it's scrotum through <laughs> me.
2: It's like,
0: yesterday I was dead brainy and clever and today I'm just straight back down to it. Yeah.
3: The first one that I can remember, and I think probably Ruddock they told it, was the Jimmy White. 180 true if or it's false. True, if it's true. Yeah. And elaborate. Um, because,
1: elaborate yeah. Obviously, well-documented, you you got the nickname Trigger and then Dave, but then we had David Leon, who he was adamant that a character, not a character, but you used to play up to it. He said it was comic timing. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. It was pure, it was for the comedy goal. Well,
0: the seriousness of, of about it was, um, I think, as we all know, sort of the 90s when I, I started football, signed professional football when I was twenty. So I was really late. So I went through like all the non league stuff with Marine. So it was a bit of a, you know, an eye opener to go from Sunday League football into semi pro and get this shit kicked out of you. So I, I learned quite quick and I, I grew quite quick. And, you know, I would take all the banter on the sidelines and, you know, all that kind of stuff sort of come my way, being a young lad and stuff. So I had to take it on board. And then signed pro when I was twenty. I was in Bolton's dressing room. With a lot of the Scottish lads, so the banter was flying around, um, and it was still like that drinking culture going on. But you quickly had to survive in a dressing room, and you had to find your way because you could shrink, certainly lower leagues. It was it was tough, and then obviously then you end up in a, in a Liverpool dressing room with all these legends, and you want to be accepted really really quickly. And obviously these are all like you know championship winners; they've got medals coming out of their ears and stuff, and you know the history of the club. You've got to survive, and you've got to survive quick. So. I had this ability to to act the class clown, as it were, and knew how to add the banter, give it back, have a laugh, take it. So I, I was always quick-witted. And I think growing up on Merseyside as well, you know, yeah. scouts, is, every scout is funny, is So, you know, I quickly learned to have a comeback or to say something. And then I found that this character that was coming around because I was with, involved in the Irish team as well. You know, I was nicknamed Trigger, by the Irish lads off Only Fools and Horses, because going back to that, my first game for Ireland, I flew in on the Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, sorry. And I was told they were all drinking in a pub around the corner. And I went in and met them. They all made a fuss of me. And I went to the girl behind the bar, Giselle Guinness. So of course all the lads are like <laughs> in Ireland, like I'm giving the girls a bit. So they were like, oh my God, he's thick as shit. This, this kid, like, although it was innocent, I kind of knew what I was doing. Yeah. Uh, and then quickly, this this nickname and his character evolved to trigger. So of course, I would go into the Liverpool dressing room, and to survive, it was just like a, a survival mechanism, really, yeah. just to be this. It works. And it worked. It worked. And the Jimmy White one was a very similar situation. You know, we we just flew back from we played Holland in Amsterdam, straight into a nightclub in Dublin, and I like my I like all the. Like the Ronnie O'Sullivan, Jimmy White, you know, the Mavericks of sports, a little bit different, Gaz and all that. I used to love all them characters. So I'd never met Jimmy White before. So I'm in this nightclub and Jimmy White's sitting over there with Ronnie Wood from the Rolling Stones, two of them plastered, smashed. So anyway, I'm trying to pluck up a bit of cottage to go and talk to him, but I lost the opportunity. So I'm standing with Gary Breen, a couple of the other lads and he walks past and Breen, he says, listen, this is your only chance. You might never see him again. So as he gets to the door, I just went, I don't know what made me do it. I went, Jimmy. And he turned around like that. And he just, you know, when he catches eye contact and, I, and Gary Breen went, say something. And I went, 180. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, that's darts. That. <laughs> Jimmy, just give me the thumbs up. <laughs> and don't thumbs walk <laughs> just give me one of them. <laughs> but it was just, there was a, a lot one. of them moments just going on, so yeah. And I've never met him since. I've never seen him since to either explain or to like say, do you remember this? He yeah. probably wouldn't have done because he was smashed. But
4: that's a
2: confirm. <laughs>
0: that's, yeah. that's that's eh, a- tick. Yeah,
3: <laughs> the pizza one, not me. So that one was you've asked a pizza to be cut into six slices because you couldn't eat it.
0: Can you cut it into four? Because I never four. eat eight. That was the that's the line. I've since been told it was David Burrows. It was at Liverpool left back. Yeah, it was apparently it was him that said it. But I just made
1: it. it up. Like no, he, he said actually, it. He
0: right. actually did say it but the story gets attributed to, to me. the narrative. I don't know why I looked at you for confirmation <laughs> <laughs> on what if attributed was actually a word. had more pieces of pizza,
2: the better for me, I'll be honest with you. The bigger and more, the better. Yeah, that word makes, so that's... Uh,
4: so,
1: uh-uh. I
2: deny the...
0: Deny.
1: What, what did Rose, Raz, Rose Razor throw at us? The ice and... Court hanger. Court hanger.
0: Ice, not me. That's the going to a party bag of ice. Yeah. Uh, it's an hour away, so they go back in and get another bag of ice. No, I believe that was Rushy.
2: So these (laughs) are all- It's mine, isn't it? No,
0: they're all true. (laughs) not all mine, (laughs) but that story is. I I apparently have heard that Rushy, they were going to a party in Southport and they were on the Wirral. It's a 45 minute drive. So it was bring a bottle. So they stopped off at the Spad or something. And Rushy went in and got a bottle of vodka or something, come out with a bag of ice. And Barnsey apparently said to him, it's an hour away, the ice will melt. So Barnesy gets out the car and goes gets another bag of ice. Gets back in the car. So we did take two bags of ice. So that was that story. But that's not me. But he yeah. answered
3: it razor and said it's in Ibiza. Obviously the temperatures flipping. 35.
0: <laughs> razor <laughs> embellishes his stories. So, yeah, and most of them are do at me. But that's not that wasn't me. The coat hanger story is true. Um, I had bought myself a nice car. Three lads uh, tried to rob it in the middle of the night. Um, car alarm goes off. Um and they scarped so I called the police. The police came and I got I got to know that the the two lads who turned up, um, the two policemen who turned up and they used to come round my house for cups of tea and I used to go and meet them for coffee and stuff. They were two good lads, Kirk and Paul, the name was. Anyway, one morning I've in the winter, I used to go out, I'd get up, I'd go downstairs, I'd put my car on to make it nice and warm, and then I'd go in and have my breakfast, and then I'd get in my car, it'd be nice and warm, and drive to training. So I come out one morning, just bought this car and the central locking system was broke on it. So I started the car and as I shut it, I left the keys in the ignition, and as I shut it, the central locking went on. So I'm thinking, I'm gonna be late for training. What am I gonna do? So I ring my mates, cause I'm thinking two coppers to be able to get in my car. They they got all the tricks So I ring them. They were on duty. So they come round to my house and they're looking in the car and Kirk turns around to me, says, go and get me a coat hanger, I'll sort this. And I ran upstairs and I'm thinking, Coat hanger, coat hanger. So I get this wooden coat hanger thinking he's just going to put the window through. Yeah. <laughs> and I run back downstairs, give him the coat hanger and he went, I need a metal one.
4: <laughs> so, um,
0: so the coat hanger story is true, but it certainly, Razor certainly wasn't in my house. No. He <laughs> no. said he stayed the night, didn't he? Yeah. I think so. No, Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Exactly. So it's true, but Razor weren't there.
3: <laughs> Any more, Johnny?
0: We will talk about football at some point. Yeah. Playing
2: take a shortcut back from Russia. Am I on the
0: rush or on that one? Am I on the right No, I, I did think um, AD and BC, I got asked what that meant and I thought AD was after dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I, I... Before chips. Yeah, 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 after dinosaurs. Um, and I remember, I remember one as well, we, were, we had a game away and my mum would let me have a credit card for some reason. She just wouldn't let me have one. But all the lads had credit cards and stuff. So I thought I need to, like I was at Liverpool, I was in a right few quid and I thought I need to get myself a credit card. So I got the application form from the bank and I thought I'll fill that in on the Friday afternoon, driving down to London or wherever we're on the coach. So I started filling it out and obviously it, 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 it's easy and gets progressively harder, doesn't it? As in the questions, so, as in easy name, date of birth, it was all fine. And then it said company. So I put Liverpool Football Club and then underneath it said the position you hold, hold in the company and I put right backstroke in back out. That's a good one. That one's true. That's, and that's a good true. one. Very true. Yeah. And I sent but it off. But right? can fill in in midfield if necessary. Yeah. If needed, central midfield.
3: In brackets.
0: Yeah. So uh, I filled that in, yeah. And uh, I got the credit cards. Yeah. I got one, yeah, they sent me it, yeah so um that was true yeah but there's been funny yeah there's been loads of little ones like that i feel
1: like we put them to bed though
0: um, yeah i'm glad we put them to bed yeah. i'm trying to move into a you're doing your master's exactly i'm trying to move into a different part of my no, life ma'am. a more academic part of my life i need to be taking this <laughs> seriously
1: talking about the, the early days and you come in i mean it is a rags to riches kind of story that initial getting in at Bolton, playing non-league football? Because am I right saying you're on the doll, and then five years later, you win the World Cup?
0: Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much true, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the two facts you said are, are true. So I I was obviously... I'll say I went to school. It was called Rocky Eye. It, was, it wasn't the greatest education, but I was very sporty. From a sporty family, my, my uncles were all really good boxers, middleweight champions and stuff. And a bit of a tough upbringing, really. Um you know, my my upbringing was always you win. There's no taking part is great and like shaking hands and all that, If you lose. It's like, so I was really good at cross country. I was I was good at judo as well. I was Northwest champion at judo when I was about 11, but I didn't like the, the singular sports. I was more into team sports. And I, as I got older, I, I liked the camaraderie and being involved in a team and winning. So obviously played for the school. You want to get a skid marks in that judo suits? Do you? I
1: might get out of with underpants.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially back in the in the eighties, there was none of that dazzle or that, was there? it? was full on elbow grease. Yeah, it was full on mum hard work scraping it. Yeah, <laughs> scraping it off. So, um, I got I got in. I like team sports and footy. It was literally the next door neighbour and and one of the lads around the corner. His dad was putting a a team together. Um, he worked on. He was a bus driver, and they were sponsoring the team. So. We, we got together and then we went we went through the ages together. And then we got to, I got to the end of school and try it. Was, there was no academies and stuff, it was trials. It was, you know, your dad's mate, wasn't it? It was like, can I have a, get you to trial at Liverpool or Everton or Tramere or somewhere. And I was at Chester, I had a trial at Chester, trial at Tramir, trial at Everton, Man United, but they all said I was too small. And it, I, you know, I didn't fit the, the build or the, I wasn't right for them. So I literally got to 15. And my mum just sat me down and said, well, what are you going to do with your life? Football's not on the cards, but I could, I was really good at drawing. I liked drawing. And um, I just went, right, I'll go to art school. So I went to art school, college, and I'd done a a three year graphic design, BTEC national diploma. And I'd done graphic design for three years, but I carried on playing for, for a couple of pubs and stuff. And I gradually started growing, getting bigger. And like I mentioned before, getting the shit kicked out of here. And I kind of grew up really quick in the lower leagues of football. And I was literally working in a pub as a glass collector and a barman. And there was a center forward from Marine, Paul Meachin, was in the pub drinking. And he said to me, um, you've been doing really well, like playing for the pub teams around here, haven't you? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, do you want to come for a trial at Marine? It's in Crosby. I didn't even know where Marine were. So I said, yeah. So I went over, got into the reserves at Marine. And um was at college, I was waiting in a pub. Literally that was how my career in football kind of started because from there, I um, I finished my college course. Like I, I just didn't really know what to do with it. So I signed on the Dole and I was on the Dole for a couple of months, but I hated it. Did I, you physically I,
3: go to the job center and- I, I
0: the, signed on, yeah. And then went to the place where you get your money and you've got to cash your gyro, on yeah. it? Gyro, They man, give you the man. thing and they give you the gyro. And I, I remember coming out one day thinking, there's more to life than this. Like I can't what be doing, I doing this, like what am I doing? And um, I felt a little bit, you know, like when you... It sounds horrible, but it's like degrading. It's like, it was just horrible, just being around that environment, it was just...
1: Did you think a career in football was an option at that point? or Are you looking at, I've got to do something in graphic design or just anything?
0: It was anything, it was anything. It was more, I was probably more... It was probably more going towards working in a pub for the rest of my life as a barman and like mooching around and stuff. Just don't know, just lost really. Didn't know where my life was gonna go. Just looking for a break. And then um, my uncle lived in America. Um, my dad's my dad's brother. And he said, listen, if you wanna try and get a soccer scholarship over here, I'll help you. So I went to America on the three month visa, the passport visa. And um, I got a couple of trials over there for universities. And then I got offered a couple of places in universities. Um, Tiffin University in Ohio it was. And my visa ran out in sort of the December. And they said to me, listen, go back to England, do your SAT in January and then come back in the February. So I said, okay, yeah. So they said to me, when you come back, you've got to be ready to go straight into it. So go back to Marine and play in the reserves and keep fit. So I said, okay. So I went back to Marine reserves. Dave Ramsden was the manager and um, we played Bolton. In a game and Phil Neal was was watching. So it was Bolton A team. Remember the A teams? It used to be the A team, then the reserves, then the first team. Yeah. So I played in the A team, which was against all the kids. You know, I just had one of them them games where I scored a few, set a few up. Phil Neal's watching. And then after the game, Dave Ramson comes to me as I was leaving. And he said, Listen, Phil Neal, like really was really impressed with you. He's gonna ring ring you tonight, ring your mum tonight, mum and dad. So I was like, okay, anyway. He didn't ring until the Sunday night. Phone goes, my mum's on the phone. She's like, you know, like my mum's Phil Neal. She's like a Liverpool fan as well. My mum, she was like, couldn't believe it. It was like royalty had rang. She was like, oh, Phil Neal. And she said, oh, he wants you to go for the trial. So I was like, okay. So um, I went back to Marine that week. So I trained Tuesday night and Thursday night and Roly Howard, the manager of Marine had found out that I was going on the Monday and on the Thursday, he put a contract in front of me. And Phil Neal had said, don't sign a contract between now and this trial. So I was like, but they'd offered me one, 100 quid a week. So I'd gone in and I said, listen, I need to have a look at it. I need to you know, take it home, let me dad see it. So I went home and my dad said, you're not signing that. Nah. I went for the trial on the Monday. And then um, I was offered a pro contract. So basically binned Roly Howard. And then I signed, so I had a, I had a trial on Monday and on the Thursday Bolton offered me a contract and I signed it. You signed the contract. It must have been a good trial, eh? yeah. To be honest, it really worked out, yeah. It's Signing that mad.
1: contract could have fucked you up, though, couldn't it, really? Because I know that he's doing his best for the club and trying to get a bit of money from you, but. 10 grand they wanted. It, right. and, and they did not And it might not have been well, worth looked, the
0: risk. Yeah, they said, listen, if you sign a contract for Marine, it's going to cost 10 grand. So we can't pay 10 grand. So that's it. The deal, it's gone.
3: If they were offered you 300 quid a week, 400 quid a week, do you think you'd have signed Or was the no way?
0: Did you know that? I was going to could... take the trial. Yeah. Yeah, and if it never worked out, so I was going to go back Pulled and between my legs and go, yeah. can, I, can I sign? So I signed for Bolton in the January and then I was meant to play in the April, done my hamstring, so I never got in the first team. And I got to May and Phil Neal got the sack at the end of the season, got the bullet. And you're you thinking signed?
2: until the end of the yeah. season?
0: Yeah, yeah, But I was in the reserves at Bolton, like brink of the first team. And he was. He, they are obviously getting me up to speed to throw me in in, in the April, so done my thinking- hamstring. In- were you thinking it's going to be good for him going? I'd been told him. I was going to get a new contract because I was flying. Like there was there was loads of us in the reserve, scouts there was me, Andy Roscoe, Darren Oliver, Neil Fisher, um, good bunch of lads. Craig Llewellyn was there sent forward and we kind of like, we were all driving in together and stuff. Stubbsy was in and out, the first team. So I drove in within a couple of times, Stubbsy. So I knew I was going to get a contract. I just didn't know who the new manager was. And then Bruce Royer coming. And then that was just the start of my career then. Yeah. yeah. So, Did sadly,
1: Marine get anything for you? In
0: a bag of balls and 500 quid. That's what they give him. A bag of balls and 500 quid as a goodwill gesture.
3: Did you know straight away that he he was having you?
0: Yeah, straight away, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like Colin Todd took Stubbs under his wing. Bruce Ray took me under his wing. And then we just worked and worked and worked, stayed back afternoons, worked with Bruce. He kicked a lot of the old wood out and started again. And then we got promoted that season, Be Preston. B Preston got a promotion. Um, and then we started going on them cup runs. Andy Walker came, John McGinley, Owen Coyle, Mixy and What yeah.
1: was so good about Riop as a manager? It's was tough. T- yeah, t- yeah we've heard to, yeah. that. We've heard a lot from all the lads that played for him. Hard just work.
0: authoritarian. But he loved me. Like I, I loved him and he loved me. And we like had this mutual respect and I, I just knew I was learning from him. I had to learn, I had to learn. So- it's it tough love? Um would he put no, Oh man. yeah yeah like like so I'd signed this contract and he went to me, he said, You do well for me, I'll give you a new contract all the time. I'll just keep upping your money. And he did. Like I got six months into the contract. He, he'd me, he'd give me another contract, I'd go on to like five hundred quid. Then I was on a grand. I was on I was on two grand when I left Liverpool. But when I signed the contract, it must have been like, I don't know, maybe the one for a grand a week. Um you remember Berndon Park, you come off the motorway and you drive down the hill to Berndon Park. You're
2: looking at him again. Sorry. <laughs> you never play in it. plays at Berndon Park. You didn't play, didn't you? He plays at Berndon play, Bernd- Park. <laughs> I'm my debut in 99. So I'd be- I'll Oh Park, no. I'm still here. You did, yeah, you... I'm only 42. <laughs> That's what it is. You look a he lot to older. Say this isn't every it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to have to start putting my age on the sticker. He's going to start bringing his birth certificate. No, that's what it is. John you Park look Park a lot older, too. Sorry, mate.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Serious? 99?
4: 99, by the way. Anyway. As that. <laughs> Lee, you'd have played with him, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> you, go down the, you go down the hill to Bendham Park, right? And uh, there was a garage on the right hand side, pie shop right opposite the ground. And then on the right hand side, there was a garage. I mean, Stubbs used to drive down and um, this independent car garage, there was a Lotus Elan, green one with a black roof. Mate, he used to wink at me every day, that car. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking, I'm buying that car. If I, if I ever get enough good contract, I'm buying it. So anyway, sign his contract. Thought, That's it, I'm getting the car. So I mean, Stubbs, he dropped me off. And I went in the garage and I went, can I buy the car? And he went, yeah, I'll have it ready for you tomorrow. So I, I bought it. So um, anyway, next day, gets it, drives it home next day I'm driving it in, all made up sports car. I've hit, I've hit the like big time. I'm like, pfft, Lotus and land, pulled it into the car park, going to training. Anyway, we finished training. Bruce Rio comes in he goes, um, dressing room, we're all like getting in and out to shower in the bath and all that, like, getting ready. Everyone, he walks in. It was kind of like Sergeant Majors walked in. Everyone was like, by the bed, yeah. one of them. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. So he goes, um, who's the Lotus and land in the car park? Knowing full well who's it was, right? I've you got know, one of them. gaffer. He went, come and see me in the office when you're ready. I went, okay, yeah, get dressed, go in the office. He went, "Um, I spoke to the lad at the garage. He said, he's got the check ready for you. He went, get that car back to the garage and go and buy yourself a proper car. He said, you're not driving in that motorway every day in a Lotus Island, no chance. So I'm like, all right, Gaffer, yeah. (laughs) So like a drive up, fella's laughing his head off, just goes like (laughs) that me the check.
1: You've gone home, gone to training,
0: took it back. yeah. Within three days, I'd bought it and sold it back to the garage <laughs> for five hundred quid. A <laughs> <less. laughs> yeah. bag of balls. So, um, so no, he'd said to me, "You full money, you're getting your full money back, fellas. All right with the garage." So God knows what he'd said to him. <laughs> so I had to go to the Stubbs. He drove me to the Peugeot garage, and I ended up buying like a I don't know, whatever it was, like a Peugeot. 205 or something <laughs> to drive in, yeah. and there's a bitter pill
1: as it was to swallow, looking back on it now, do you think he's, he's looking yeah. after
0: you there? Yeah, every time, like I'd think at the time, like, what are you doing? Or I'm not having this. When you reflect, reflect back, back yeah. you know, when you've had time and you've seen, you see that you go, yeah, okay, yeah,
4: it's like but Alex he,
0: Ferguson type yeah. crack in it, yeah, he used to of do stuff, a lot, of- yeah, and he, he'd proper look after me because, like I said, I mean, the dressing room. I was gonna look at you again, you don't know. The early nineties was just like, it was a free for all. Yeah, I mean, anything went in the dressing room, it was, I mean, God knows now, like you'd be be sent to jail for some of the stuff that had gone on in the dressing room. So you'd had to to survive. And, um, you know, having Bruce as an ally and like a father figure was perfect for me and it was brilliant. And then we went on them cup runs and we made name for ourselves. And before I know it, you know, I've got, all the scouts were coming to watch me and Stubbsy. Alan Thompson had signed. So all the scouts were coming to watch us three and it was just brilliant. what was the crack? Did somebody
3: tell a story about Rio making his train after it, when a game got called off? Oh, that was,
0: yeah. Was that just the norm? Putting in your point. Yes, yeah, game got called off. So we'd he'd back to the ground and it'd be like laps around Berndon Park. There was like a cinder track around the ground. It was like laps up and down the stairs, up and down the stands. I think he said, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if Matt Patterson
1: said that he'd heard John McGinley sign the night out because the uh, match had been off. He'd, he's heard him sign the night out. We're going yeah. here, we're going there. And he's like, no, you don't. <laughs>
0: yeah, he he'd, when Bruce said, taxi drivers are, are the ones, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That's who the managers get involved, especially the old school managers. Taxi drivers know everything, wouldn't they? So they get all the stories from there. So Bruce had the taxi drivers in his pocket. So he knew when there was a night out, who was doing what, who was up to no good or whatever. And he, he pulled me and Stubbsy and just said, you, you don't get involved. The likes of Phil Brown and John McGinn and that. Stay away from them. So we had to stay away from the older lads. But I lived on I lived on the Wirral. So I used to drive up and down the M62. A mini Metro I had, that's what I had. That was my first <laughs> car. I used to drive up and down in a mini Metro. And um, yeah, so I, I would go home a lot, which probably helped my career because yeah. you know I stayed away from you know the older lads and the drinking and all. How
1: old were you when you signed? Twenty. Twenty. So yeah, that's he knows what he's doing, doesn't he? That's prime for game. Yeah. Up yeah. ten.
0: He kept me away from it all. Yeah, he didn't want me involved in it at all.
1: And I know you, in your book,
3: you talk about Roy Evans, Mick and Bruce Ray. Obviously, these managers that you've got a lot of respect for. What was it that they did to you, or the, the way the manager that made you love them so much?
0: Like you was a player. What did you need? Guidance, really, and and. You know, like I, I didn't know what this football culture was. I mean, the drinking culture in the 90s, early 90s from the 80s and stuff was was prominent. I mean, you know, they, they went out and just got pissed at me, footballers after games and, you know, drink on the Monday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, whatever it was. And it was just after the game, it was straight in the lounge, afterwards pints straight out, pubs and all that kind of stuff. You know, that was, I was, the 90s was the biggest change in football and I was on the back end of that culture. And then went into obviously the modern culture. I mean, it's even more modern now. But you know, I seen the biggest change. So I, you know, back in the early nineties, drinking was still a massive thing. So to be kept away from it, you know, by the managers. So I needed Bruce Rayock to be a, a tough. He was a tough manager. He was like a sergeant major. But I needed that. He kept me away from it all. But I I didn't know that at the time. You know, because yeah. I I didn't know I didn't know what I was getting. Do you know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. it was there, but he kept me away from it. So I didn't really know it was there. He's done well there. Because yeah. it's,
3: you know, the lads, the older lads in the changing room will have tried to get you under the wing and get yeah, you I out. Mean, and-
0: yeah, but, and the other thing as well is like, I've been given the biggest opportunities in my life. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really want to mess it up myself. So if he told you, listen, you're not going out with them. It was like, I'm not going out with them. It, like Phil Bab, I talked to Phil Bab about it yesterday. We'd we done something. They went away. And, in fact, Bruce Rayoch, Millwall, right? Phil Babb was one of the YTs. He took a squad of players away somewhere. At, was it somewhere in Wales? And he said, Bruce Roach, none of the players are going out. No one goes out tonight. And he said, Teddy Airlock, right, went, everybody in the squad's out. No one stays in. So, the, of course, the young lads are like, oh, he's told us not to go out, but Teddy Airlock's saying, So, they all went. The next day, the two YTs, Phil Babbitt, and another YT, get called in and Bruce Roach went, that's it. You're out. You're done. And he got rid of them. Canceled the contracts. And Oof. Phil Bab turned around to me and he went, it was the best thing that happened to me because he turned around to Bruce Rueck and he went, I'll make it. I'll make it because because of you. Give him the I, f- fire. Yeah. yeah. And he, he got rid of them. The two of them. Binned them. He binned the two it's of them. A tough, it's a tough spot for a young lad,
2: isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's a tough spot. I think I'm... What I'm, are you doing? Oh, fuck you, I'm out. out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. on my
0: bike and all. Yeah. yeah. 100%. So were you not going out in Liverpool when you got home then? No, very rarely go out. No, very rarely would go out. No, he's done you a solid though with, with with the, no. uh, with a with a car. Yeah, that's the first step in it.
1: That's the first step. Getting the car, rocking up. Then yeah. next, are you sure you're not well, going straight down away? It's,
0: it's... Nipped it yeah. in the bud. You know, all of a sudden you think you're bloody big bollocks and all that. It's like no. When I got back from the World Cup, I thought I was like, I was, I was, I'd made it, I'd cracked it, and then um, you know, my mum quickly slapped me back down to earth. I was around my mates. I had a good set of mates and stuff. You know, they they were quickly on my case and all that.
3: How long was it when you were at Bolton that you started getting in, getting the international recognition?
0: I oh, that was funny, right? So we, we were doing really well in cup games and like, obviously we were making our names for ourselves. The three lads I was telling you about me, Stubbsy and Alan Thompson. And then um, Evan, Evan was when Jack turned up. So Jimmy Arnfield, so I get called into the gaffer's office, Bruce's office after after training one morning. So I go in in the afternoon and um, Jimmy Armfield's in there and he was scouting for England. So we, he's in there and I'm thinking, what's going on here? So the gaffer, Bruce Rex says to me, Jimmy Armfield wants you to play for England. And when I was in the pub working in 1990, um, the Italia World Cup, World Cup finals was on, right? So big Liverpool fans, you've got Ronnie Whelan, Ray Allen, Steve Stone, John Aldridge playing for Ireland, right? So I'm working in the pub watching all these games. And of course, like Liverpool's got a big Irish connection. So when the Ireland games were on, and obviously they were doing really well through the through the tournament yeah. with the remaining and all that, the games were massive, like the pub was full. And I was I was thinking, oh my God, this team's like brilliant. Like look at them, they've had such a good time and like how good are they? And like Liverpool players as well. So I'd become like a big Ireland fan, wasn't interested in England. And I'm never really patriotic. I think being from the north of England, you're not that patriotic, are you? Yeah. It's a bit like so the Irish team was like this, but next thing the visiting the Pope, all that kind of stuff, it's like this. I'd like how good would it be to play for them? So anyway, with Jimmy Arm. so flip forward now to my career. So Jimmy Armfield's in there and he says, um, we'd like you to represent England. There's a B international. We'd like you and Alan Stubbs to play. So he leaves. So I said to Bruce Reak, I went, I don't want to play for England. I want to play for Ireland. So we go, he's like, well, why? And I went, well, They've done really well in the the world. Yeah, they've got like loads of Liverpool players playing for them. It's like, and I'm not really asked about England. It's like not really something I've thought about. And you play.
1: You know, people talk about the independent republic of Liverpool as well. Yeah. We support Liverpool. They're not really asked about England. I wasn't really exposed
0: to that, but I just never felt patriotic. It wasn't like. England and like, and I want to play for them. It was like, I was not honoured. Yeah, I was honoured. But, and the other thing I thought to myself is like, England used to have like so many players that I'd get one cap and you'd never see them again. Mm. Yeah. And I think I was thinking like that could happen. And, you know, and I just, so Bruce Rock said to me, well, what do you want to do? And I went, we'll tell Jack Charlton. Like, you know, Did you know if you had any heritage at this point? I didn't really get it. Right. So he then said to me, "Well, is there anyone in your family Irish?" And I went, "Well, I'll have to go home and ask my mum and dad." It's
1: like it's <laughs> a good question, that
2: ain't <laughs> so. it, son? Just that I would wear.
0: Do you know what? Do you, do you know what, Bruce? I kind of fancy playing for Brazil. <laughs> it's right. quite an important, uh, quite important answer that you're going to come back. You laugh now, right? We're till the end of the story, guys. Right? <laughs> so, um, so I went home. I I said to my mum, I went. England, what me supply play for it, Like, what was to play for them. She's like, oh, that's nice, isn't it? You know, my mum's like, <laughs> so I'm still like that to my dad. Like, have we got any Irish in the family? He went, yeah, you, your grandfather, I think. Like, So his granddad, like apparently was born in County Down, apparently, right? No one really knew, and but they moved to England. The story goes, they moved to England. So um, so anyway, I went back in, I went to Bruce Rock. I went, I think we could have grandfathers, the Irish. So he's like, okay, I'll tell the FAI. So, I mean, Anne's Welsh, I um, mean, Anne found out, she's like, no, you're gonna play for Wales. And I'm like, and he, they're <laughs> I'm players playing. They didn't
2: yeah. go to World Cup. And I they, they yeah. shit, aren't
0: they good at rugby? I'm like, <laughs> 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 so anyway, I go back in. So we, we've got Everton, we've got Everton in the FA Cup, Berndon Park, play okay. Go in the, I go in the um, players lounge, like right? Jack Charlton's in there with his son, John. So I'm like, there's Jack Charlton there, World Cup winner. Like, I want to be the manager of Ireland. So next week he comes over and he says to me, um, he says, listen, he said, I don't know if you know. He said, we're, we're playing Russia next week, um, down Road. He said, do you want to come and play? Play for Ireland? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> so he goes, okay, I'll get the secretary to call you. So I went, okay. So that that was it, right? So I go over, play for the Republic of Ireland against Russia, next thing I'm, I'm in. I'm Ireland. So next thing, right? Do you remember when, like, Russia all split up and all, like, all the countries yeah. disbanding? They all had to. So FIFA and UEFA turn around and went, "If you play for your country, you have to hold a passport from your country." So I, I was playing for Ireland, but I was playing on an English passport. So I didn't have an Irish passport, so they had to give you citizenship. So the F, so the girl from the FAI rings me one morning, right, and I forget it. Right, she goes, um. Listen, you know, like we're trying to sort the passport out for you. I went, yeah, she went, um, we've come across three Macketeers from County Dow. She said, and we, we can't be bothered looking, can't be bothered looking any further. Do you just want to pick one as your granddad? <laughs> <laughs> I went, yeah, yeah, I don't like, I want my options. So she's gone, gone, like, but well, you've got him and you've got him and you've got him. And I went, well, yeah, whatever you think. it's like. <laughs> So some random fella like Sean McAteer or Paddy McAteer from County Down was put on. One. Yeah. So the next game I go to, I had to go to court and literally to give me a piece of paper. It was like four people in this courtroom. And it was like, I pledged my allegiance to Ireland to do what, and that was it. I get back. So I went from the court back to the hotel. And I don't know what it was, it was obviously sorted out. I go in and my passport on me bed. My passport was already done. I just had to go to court and read this thing. Signed off, my passport was on my bed. I was in. I was in. It's good, that we didn't have to fill any forms in, did it? Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> would have been struggling on what position I was playing. Country, uh,
2: yeah. England.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> just pick one. Yeah. Divina McCollum, we were aging. That kind of loose loose heritage. <laughs>
0: just, <laughs> just imagine probably. the girl, can't just pick you? One. Like, I mean, like Google and all that back in the 90s was, was probably non-existent, wasn't it? Just, like, just imagine how hard it must have been trying to find like- you Just find- pick one. It was just, just pick one. And that was it, that was it. So Stubby went and played for England. I think he's, he got 1B international cap. And then I had 12 years with Ireland and went to two World Cups, yeah. So I think I picked the right one, didn't mm. I? So, so yeah, so that's, so that's, I mean, I don't know what your question you asked me, but it was the Ireland stuff, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, just so about how Bol- soon? Yeah, how soon into your Bolton days were you in the island squad and then obviously talked about that the first World Cup and stuff. Well Lego,
0: I was so assigned I, I signed in the in ninety, assigned pro for Bolton and in ninety-four I was playing so I was playing for Marine on Dodge Dogshire Park in nineteen ninety before I signed for Bolton. Four years later. And then I was playing in the Giant Stadium four years later. Three and a half years later, I was playing in the Giant Stadium against Italy in front of Hundred Thousand. Is that the one where Ray Outen scored with the yeah. left foot? Like yeah. a bit of a looper,
4: mm-hmm.
0: look warm. Mate, brilliant, right? So Ray Outon. oh, it was fucking 100 degrees, mm-hmm. right? So that game, it's that game, right? The Italians were like film stars. They were like favorites to win it and all that. And we've got them in our group, having a giant stadium, 100,000. I'm like, mate, that six weeks was like stag, right? It was the best six weeks of my life. That <laughs> Was it?
2: Oh, mate. Oh, so you'd fuck Brilger advice off
0: now? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh so yeah, you know, I the Irish boys, got I on board. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was at the time I'm kind of, so I've joined up with the Irish boys and it was, you know, I was kind of now with Ireland, and that was when I was thinking I was Billy Big Bollocks, you know, I'm going to the Ireland, I'm going to the World Cup now. It's like, I've got a bit more rope. It's like, you know, my career is kind of cemented a little bit, like back in the early days, you're thinking if I get fucked off here, I'm like, I might never play football again. Now I'm at the World Cup. It's like, do what I want I'm now, now. <laughs> I'm in now. We feet in under the table. So I I go this World Cup. So obviously I'm I'm not thinking I'm going to play any part of this World Cup at all. I mean my number was 21 of 22. So I'm thinking <laughs> like, you know, if you do the maths, there's plenty of players Even getting on before me. Nineteen. Exactly. He? He's getting on before me. And so I'm just there to, to for the experience and for the good time. So when we were out, I was having a good time. And stuff and um, we're, we we kick off, ray out scores. So then get to about like The 50, 55th minute, and Jack funniest ever, right? Jack Charlton goes, Go and warm up. I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, Jack, I'm sweating my tits off here. It's about 100 degrees. It's like you couldn't get any off. Like, so I'm doing, you know, then you do that one in front of him, not like running past, <laughs> doing all that. So then he turns around about the, the 65th minute or something, and he goes, You're going on. So I'm thinking, hell, where, where am I playing? He's not bringing Ray out enough off because he scored the goal. He's like, so next thing, I'm like, I'm standing on the touchline. I'm thinking, who am I going on for? Next thing the number goes up, it's Ray Alton. His face, mate, he was like fuming. You ever watch it on YouTube, he's fuming, right? So, so mate, I've got this thing, this. So I'm, I'm on the touchline like that, wait, waiting to go on. And he's coming off, he's like fuming, right? So next thing I go, like
4: fuck me out of that, right?
0: You should walk fast again.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <100,
0: 000 people. laughs> I'm I step step on on the well. <laughs> was I'm like, on the telly, it's like, whoa, proper. Thanks, and, I, for it. and I said to him, I went to him years later, like, you proper blanked me coming off you. you you no, I never. And I've got the photograph. I'll show you, <laughs> right, it's on me phone. I've got the photograph. He's fuming. So then I get on and it was literally like, just being thrown in at the deep end. It's like, you've got to swim here. And I've got like Maldini's marketing me. You've got, their team was Maldini, Baresi, Costa Carta, Baggio, Donadoni, Signori. Mate, I'm watching Gazetta every Sunday every Sunday morning, Gazetta Football with James <laughs> Richardson. These are my heroes like, and I've run up, they're like film stars. For some reason they, were, they just look bigger in real life. They had the white kit on on the day, they yeah. played in the away kit. Mate, it was just like the best. And of course then we go and win 1-0, I played the last twenty-five minutes. I've not made bad joke. Like my mum turned up the next day with the t-shirt she'd had made. My son not made bad joke. She walked in the old went, What the fuck? <laughs> get that <laughs> off. You need to slap it. You need to get it down, Get her yeah. down take sure. it done. The piggy too, isn't you? All round like that.
2: Because <laughs> <Fine. laughs> imagine so so cap, cap on and all. Johnny
0: Calthrop cap on. Mate, honest to God, mate. It was like we were. It was just like a stag and um, we played four games of footy, like going on tour with with like South Shields, like to America and playing four games of footy against the best footballers in the world in the best arenas. So is Jack all right with that? We're- yeah, is Jack all right with that, right? So then we get beat by Mexico and we nearly til- We nearly killed Tommy Coyne because um, so, <laughs> obviously sports science back then wasn't like it was today. So obviously after the game, they're just plowing water down as much water as you can, they're getting down you. Even when you can't drink anymore, they're shoving it down you. So of course we take off and Tommy's like gone from being dehydrated to drinking 60 pints of water. And That's the plane's gone like that for the the pressure as obviously his brain's just gone, (laughs) fucking one of them. So he had to lie down on the floor. We honestly nearly killed him. So the plane had to come down altitude. He had to lie on the floor. Honest to God, he was ill, right? So then we land and all that, he had the hospital and he was all right. Um, So then we're playing, I come on against Mexico and set John Aldridge up. And the mad thing was, right? Jack's tactics were back to front. We win the second, we win the bits. No Big man, little man, we win the bits. We attack from there, right? The goal we scored against, we got beat 2-1 against Mexico. The goal we scored against Mexico up until the last World Cup was the most touches by a team before a goal was scored. We, we had like 22 passes and then we scored. It was like a record. Total in football. World. It was total football from the team that go back to front. Mm. like
3: Jack pulling his hair
0: out on the sideline. <laughs> Fucking yeah. kick it, yeah. <laughs> kick it forward. He was too busy lashing like bags of water onto the <laughs> and that. Drink it. <laughs>
4: yeah,
0: one of them. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so, um. So anyway, we scored this goal, like crossing all those scores. And if you remember it, the one with Aldo, the two of us are going on and the linesman stops him. Oh, yeah, the yeah. linesman in his head, right? The linesman thought two substitutes couldn't go on at the same time and stop John Aldridge going on. And he's there on the sla- sidelines going, I'll oh, fucking knock it out, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> like, get your no fucking head, no all knobhead. <laughs> this is running on. Watch it on, it's What is ever, this knobhead? Right? <laughs> and, and he runs on like that, like, and, he, and even then his brain, he just turns around, he goes, knobhead. It's the little last one. <laughs> 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 he had to get one Brilliant. more in. Uh, he had to get one more in, yeah. And do you know that the funny, just the, the side story to that after the game, because it was on the BBC, after the game, Aldo Rango and his dad, he's talking to his dad like that and his conversation, he goes, in, put me mum on and it, his dad went to him. She Won't talk to your son, and he goes, uh, He goes, why? He went, All that swearing on the telly and all that. Your mum's really embarrassed, you are really embarrassed her, she doesn't want to speak to you, she's really annoyed. <laughs> like, he went, Serious? He went, Yeah, didn't speak to her for two days, two or three days, she wouldn't come on the phone. <laughs> Just got a goal in the her. World Cup because he, he swore on the telly yeah. and all that, and it was it's all on not that bad. Either, telly. Is it could have been worse? Yeah. I, can, I can remember it, yeah, can you? Mm-hmm. I can, yeah, I oh, may watch it, it's the funniest thing ever, right? So, anyway, I end up crossing, he scores, and the goal eventually takes us through, but. So we flip over now, it's, it's, we got Norway last game of the group and um, we're in the hotel and I'm rooming with Gary Kelly. So we all had our own rooms, but I used to get scared in that. Not scared, lonely, better word for scared. <laughs> I used to get scared. That it...
2: Just leave the light on. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I hated rooming on my own, right? So I, I moved in with Gary Kelly. So um, so me and him, but we were messes, right? And because we we weren't expected to play a lot, big part of it, you know, we would get up to all kinds and stuff. And like, like, we'd all have dinner and we, cause on the floor you'd have security each end, but we'd have the whole floor, but we used to leave all the doors open. So you could come and go in each other's room and all that. And um, so we'd finish our dinner dead quick and then go up and then just trash the rooms or like leave a shit in the sink or just do mad things like that. Just, just stupid things. Um, got John Aldridge's toothbrush, brush one night, shunted up my ass and put it back in. Oh, <laughs> no bed. <laughs> no bed. <laughs> <Not bad.
4: laughs>
0: we go anything like that, brushing his teeth. <laughs> 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 we used to do all things like that. Oh my God, yeah. So um, so yeah, so we get this phone call. The, the phone goes in the room and um, Kels picks the phone up and he goes, yeah, 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 no problem. Yeah. He puts the phone down and he goes, Jack wants to see it in his room. Thinking, oh my God, what have we done? Like we stepped over the market, I'm getting told off. That was my first thought. I knock on his door. He opens, I open. He opens the door, and I go in, and um, it was it was in there. It was Andy Townsend was in there. I think Aldo was in there, and one of the other players with pints of Guinness, right? So they're sitting in Jack's suite, and they've all got a pint of Guinness, like sitting sitting down like this. Jack's over there with a pint of Guinness. Like there was a keg in Jack's room at Guinness. (laughs) I set a keg of Guinness up, right? This is the night before, arguably the, obviously the Italy, but this is to get us through the World Cup, get us out. Like, so it's a massive game, massive. And they're in there drinking. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? So Jack goes to me, no messing around tonight. He goes, you're starting tomorrow, you're starting. Thinking, whoa, this is amazing. He goes, get a good night's sleep, no messing around. I'm like, yeah, all right, Jack, these they're on the ale. so go back to my room, like hells I'm playing tomorrow. So anyway, lights out, gets a good night's sleep. So fast forward the game. And it, like people always say to me, like, give us a story what like epitomizes the island setup and the camaraderie and all that, right? So, and you've got a bit of a flavor for it, but this game was just, this moment was just what done it for me, right? So um, we're on the way to the stadium, giant stadium, again, 100,000, millions watching across the world, massive game playing the, Nor- the Norwegians. So, um, so anyway, um, we we come out and it was one of them. I don't remember being nervous. I must have been, but I don't remember. So I used to want to stand next to one of my heroes. I, I was dead superstitious when I played. So I go out and um, Andy Townsend, captain walks out and his packy bonnet. And then the two teams, they line up like the Champions League do now. So you've got Ireland team there, officials, Norwegian team, right? Norwegian national anthem goes on. So then the Irish national anthem starts, right? So we're all standing there, we, we kind of go on the side like to face the flag. So we, we'd be like that and then the flag would be there. So we'd go on the turn. So next thing, I'm on the half turn. So I've got like Andy Townsend, Paddy Bonnet, Steve Stone, I've got Aldo here. I've got Roy Keane there, right? So I'm standing there like that. So Andy Townsend, he just turns and he whispers something into Paddy Bonnet's ear, right? And then Paddy Bonnet then turns around and He whispers into Steve Stone's ear. And I'm thinking like, this is last minute instructions, you know, like from the captain, don't give the ball away, keep it tight for 20 minutes, don't do anything daft and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, when it gets to me, just take the instructions and like, listen, right? So it gets to Aldo. he's listening like, by the way, the National Anthem's going on, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, down the, like down the line, you the telling me yeah. how that, right? So you could, you could just like, I imagine it, because obviously I was there. <laughs> so like, next thing, like, I see all like looking like that. So then he just goes, Goes to me, I can, it F, the hits and it's what goes. F, beard with a viking Look at the size of a tits. he <laughs> <laughs> goes to me, pass it on.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm like, I'm,
0: so I'm now like looking at that, like giving her one of them. Like, and I'm like, oh yeah, this girl's like big viking hats on, like big beard and like standing there like that. Next thing I'm turning like out on the R-turn and it's right and I've gone, Oh, my God. I've gone to all our can't you him. He'll rip me head off. And he went, just sell him. I went like that. I went, keep it tight, Roy. Don't give the ball away. Don't put it in the shoe. Pass it on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll <proper>
4: shit myself. <laughs> I'll <proper> shit myself.
2: <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. But that was just like, like, the, like the team <laughs> spirit and the camaraderie yeah. we had as, as a team. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, and then we obviously we draw the game and then we play Holland and unfortunately we get knocked out, we get beat 2-0 and then we come back. But mate, that that six weeks was like, we went to Disney. I've got it, yeah, Disney yeah. World.
4: Went to Disney Waterpark. World,
0: water park, went to a water park. The whole Irish team went to a water park.
1: Did Roy like the water park? Cause he liked to or something. Yeah, he loved the water park. Uh, keen. Roy. Yeah, I think he does like a water park. Yeah. I think he <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Yeah.
3: I, it's I, it's you were saying exactly you were absolutely
1: happiest you've ever seen
2: him. I've never seen him so
3: happy. He yeah. took us to Portugal.
2: was that not the one where Jack Chatler got like a Disney hat on? Yeah, like, the, the like, the like a Mickey the Mouse hat. hat on or something like that. He had a yellow hat on <laughs> so yeah, yeah, just to keep him
0: and stuff. <laughs> no, there was another one, there was another one, what, what you might remember as well is like um, one of the games, the camera, because it was, you know, it was just that hot. And um, Steve who who's the palest man in the world, had obviously got himself burnt hadn't he? So they were, do- <laughs> they were doing the national anthem for one of the games and the cameras coming down and all the players like that looked like looking down the lens and then it gets to him, doesn't it? And he's got the reddest face with this cap on, like this massive big cap on, like that, to stop him from the sun. John is <laughs> that going to save it? Like, it's like inglorious Can't play it. Cap on, with just white like emulsion <laughs> paint all over his face. Honest to God, it was just they just made like back then, but They made it up as they went along. Sports science was just made yeah. up. It's like they think it's going to help. They do it, but there was no like common sense to it. You know what I mean?
2: It's like imagine like captain's checking the uh the plaque off that you got from the other country and Staunton's running over where he's at. Just the as <laughs> that. <laughs>
3: I remember um Breeny taking us to Dublin. It um, must have been for a Christmas do. Oh yeah. we've got um the security from the Irish. The Irish have he's looked after us for years. Tony like, Icky. Tony. Yeah. And was he was he right the way through? Was there is there a story from, from
0: the was it the World Cup with a pool in the pool? we um, no, we, me and Gary Kelly pushed the head of sec- the, the hotel's head of security in the pool and he couldn't swim. We nearly killed him. That was one thing. That's what I thought Jack was ringing me about. that. We lashed him in, and you know, when you're laughing your head at him, you're thinking, He's drowning there. And like, the two was dived in, you thought you
1: like, went what in what after are, him,
0: whatever, like, in your pyjamas, like a day watch. Two was just dived in. It's like, Is he drowning? And it's like, Yeah. Um, yeah, but Tony, Tony was with us for Tony's with us from from the day I got there. He was there before then. I bet I'm he's not, got a few secrets, hasn't he? Looking after his life. Tony's mm-hmm. book would be sensational, but I obviously I don't think it would ever be written. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just the best, and it just for me, it again, it was another one of them where it propelled me onto another level because mm. I come back from the World Cup and you know a lot of lots of. Premier League. Well, it wasn't. A, yeah, Premier League had started ninety two. Lots of Premier League teams were, were looking at me then, and it was just my confidence was just. I was just on this like this curve trajectory trajectory like that. Yeah, this trajectory of just like that. And it was it was like no one is better than me in this league. Like because no because in my head it was like none of these players in this league have been the World Cup. None of them have played against Italy. No one's been my my Maldini. No one's not Meg <laughs> no <job. one's- laughs> i <laughs> Hi, on uh, She's yeah, in yeah. A Right, honest to God, and. um, yeah, it was just, it was just poof, one of them, and then we. That get... made you a better player, sorry, just. Yeah. Confidence, yeah. mentality. So like, because I'm 24 and I'm the fittest I've ever been. I'm now built, I'm strong, I'm ready to go. It's like I'm, I'm basically the perfect specimen. No fear. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm fit as I'm. I'm up and down, up and up and down. But between the years is where it all is, isn't it? It's like, and then all of a sudden in my head, I'm the, I'm the best player ever.
3: Was there a bit of you as well? You know, all these trials that you went on that said you weren't big enough, weren't strong enough or whatever. Was a bit of you like, no, here? You.
0: Yeah, my here. Yeah, my life, early life was full of knockbacks, yeah. Like the trials and stuff. And it was hard to take, even Marine. You know, I played for Marine Reserves. I played for the first team five times in in three years. I only played for Rowley Howard five times. So I only played for the first team five times. My whole career was Marine Reserves. So did, you weren't even playing in Marine's first team? No. He, got t- he took me once, he took me once to be kit man. Rolly Howard took me once to be kit man. I had to, you know, the tiniest dressing room in the world it stinks. I had to pick up all the, the slips and all that. Well, skids and I, he made me tidy everything up. He took me as kit man once.
3: Shows how fickle it is, isn't it? Because as soon as he gets wind of you, Oh, he's got a contract them. in front of you. There you yeah. go, Jason. Yeah.
1: Four years later, you're not
2: making bad you, <laughs> you on, mate. <laughs> Is that not the World Cup where Roy King got sent home?
1: No, no,
0: that's that's
2: the next no, that's, one. That's, the next one. Right. that's eight years later. Right, you're learning. No <laughs> way. <Maybe. that one. laughs> yeah. I'm not great yeah. with dates either. <laughs> I'm
1: fucking dead. Yeah. So they're all a piece of paper in front of
0: you. Oh, uh...
4: <laughs>
0: So I got back from there, and then you know we started. In fact, we started the season, and Bruce never played me. It was one of them. Like, is br-
1: that Bruce again yeah. pulling you back?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I remember knocking on his door about six games in, fuming. And he went, I need you at the end of the season. I, he said, You've played all the World Cup, you've, played, you've had no summer off. He said, I need you at the end of the season when all the games thick and fast and we're going. We need the points. He said, I need to and he, he explained it to me then. But at the time Except. I remember going in, I remember knocking on his door, right? And he went, come in. And I remember opening the door and he just he just looked at me like that and he went, Go away. And I went, but I want to go away. And he wouldn't speak to me. I go back out, of I remember saying to Brownie and all that, like, how come I'm not playing? How come like I'm not involved? How come? And he's like, go and see the gaffer and I go in, go away. And then I went in one time, six, seven games, eight games, maybe, and, he, and then he told me, and then he went, you're playing Saturday. And that was it, I was in the team then. And Had r- you been on the bench? Yeah, I was on the bench, yeah. Was
3: Just- there a bit, you're not like, you know when he's saying you're not going anywhere, was there not a, a thing in your head to go and see him and try and force, some, force a move
0: somewhere? Cause I'm assuming people would have been no. sniffing around you. Yeah, they were. And but where he was clever as well, my agent was his brother.
4: I <laughs> <laughs> do you know when you think back in your life <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so I've got like Real Madrid and Barcelona knocking on the door. No, he, no one, him. Yeah. phone's not ringing. I'm like, that's my agent. Phone's that not ringing. Like that. Nope. <laughs> <I> no, <think laughs> I, I, I think I go more down the sneaky route than clever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You look, you look back and you go, ah, that's why his brother was my agent. Yeah. No, the phone's not ringing, Jason. Yeah. The
2: phone's not ringing. So
0: obviously it was all kept in house, wasn't it? <laughs> so, um, but we, we know we went really well in that league. Uh, in the championship that season. And then the again, the cup run was- mm-hmm. um,
1: That must've been a big one for you, the Coca-Cola cup, cup against Liverpool.
0: I was, well, I'd got to know, cause I got back from the World Cup and obviously then, you know, a bitty, big bollock. So I'd started to go out. So I was going into Liverpool. Cause you find out like what girls are and all that, don't yeah. you know, like, you know, you get a bit of, you're famous, aren't you? You know, you come back from the World Cup, you're famous. It's like. Even though I was a Bolton, people knew who I was.
2: Got to met the most of it, didn't you? Yeah.
0: Like I might imagine. JK, while wow, yeah. the sun shines. <laughs> I got to know Jamie, Michael, Robbie, because I was going out in Liverpool, so I was bumping into them. And I was mates with Phil Bab, because he was then at Liverpool. I was with him at the World Cup. He was my best mate. Still my best mate.
1: Like with Phil Babb, did you almost feel like that you were, especially in Ireland, celebrity away from football? Young lad, poster boys coming through.
0: We So we come back from the World Cup with Ireland. And... So Ireland was an aging team, 94. They, they had stress from 90. So there was, they needed that injection of youth. So we, it was all t- football's timing, mm. isn't it? It's just timing, right place, right time, right situation. If you fit in, you fit in. Anyway, the three of us were this injection of youth. And of course, the younger population now who's engaged in this this country's journey, you know, 90 had been so good. We'd... we'd got to 94, the whole country was just a party for six weeks. You know, all of a sudden we were now attracting, we're not the housewives favorite, we're the young kids favorite. So of course, you know, the, the girls and, and all that kind of stuff. So we come back from Ireland. Mate, I've never experienced anything like it in my life. We, we had a three, three year spell probably with Ireland where the three of us, we were nicknamed the three amigos and we couldn't move. We had to, Tony Icky had to take us out everywhere. We couldn't go shopping. We couldn't go out. We had girls waiting outside the hotel. We were getting sent knickers and all kinds. And mate, we were mixing with pop stars and film stars and models. And it was just this this life of we'd come back and we were these superstars. We were superstars.
2: I tell you what is a shame. There's some poor fella who could be in the pub saying, "That's my grandson." You know what I mean? Into fucking two, isn't he fucking clue, not he? He couldn't have to buy a drink, could he? Yeah. <laughs> Little Jason, yeah, it's me, grandson. I mean, never fucking idea
3: who you are. Well, obviously, but <laughs> when was it when uh, Charlton pulled you in the tunnel? Had you just signed for Liverpool then? When he, he did he get you by the throat or something in the, the in the tunnel? The fanny merchant. Who? Jack Charlton. Was it Charlton got hold of you? Yeah? I can't. I don't remember that now. I must have read it somewhere called your fanny coming your fanny merchant or something.
0: <laughs> no, Bruce Bruce Rilch, um he he pinned me up against the wall for I was coming in. We we half time we coming, I was getting some sticks from some and I just turned around and he went, you fucking prick. Some fella in the crowd and he pinned me up against me. He said you never talk to fans like that. You know, have some respect. Like I was like it was he was like a life coach, Bruce. Yeah. He was tough he was tough as nails, but I learned quickly. I can't remember yeah. now with Jack. Oh, Jack, no. The, the only, I'll tell you the time I had with Jack was I just got into the squad. This was before the World Cup and I was playing and I, I, play, I went inside I, I, instead of like going down the line or pumping it up, up the field. Cause I'd gone from Liverpool where you cannot give the ball away. Ronnie Moran, you've got to keep the ball by, but you cannot give it away, right? It's like sacrilege to Jack Charlton, who just wanted you to get it and just launch it as far as you could. And so I'm like, well, I'm of them. So of course I'm playing and I've gone inside, it's been cut out and they've gone on the attack and nearly scored. So we get back to the hotel and of course I'm putting my dancing gear on because it was straight back to the hotel and then it was out. So I'm getting ready and all that. and We used to have all our gear behind and everything. So I'm getting the phone goes. And it was like, Jack, come and see me before you go out. So I went straight down to his room. And he just said to me, if you ever play a ball inside like that again, he said, you'll never play for me ever again. Ever, and I proper shit myself. I proper thought, whoa, like that was. I proper got told off, <laughs> yeah. and he he was like he he loved the, like me, Gary and Phil. He really loved us, and he had a bit of a soft spot for me, Jack. I don't know why. He just he just did. I just felt like a real bond with him. I was really close to him, and then he told me off. You know like your dad tells you off, and you think when you know when your dad speaks, he, yeah, and it's one of them. Ooh, he means stop he, and listen. Yeah, it was one of them. And um, I never went inside ever again. <laughs> Fuck that, yeah. So the Liverpool game, it was kind of bittersweet, really, because you get to a cup final and you end up playing Liverpool. I mean, we were a championship team and getting to the League Cup final yeah. was, was brilliant. But then for me, mm. you know, I was playing against some of, first of mm. all, some of my mates, but I'm playing against my club. Mm. And it's kind of everyone build it as a trial. Like oh. this is his trial game. You know, it's Wembley, old oh, Wembley as well. It was just like amazing. Crammed. Oh yeah, it was full on. Everyone went down. My mum like got all her mates yeah. down there, big mini bus and all. That way, and <laughs> I on. <laughs> yeah, he was doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and it was, you know, it was it was it was tough really to play against them. But we, we played really, really well. And we got done two one. I played, I played okay, played well. And then um and then we was, League Cup's a nightmare, is it? League of final, because it's right smack back end of the business, end of the, the season. If you're going for a promotion or, or playoffs, it, you're straight back into it. There's no like, you, you lose the game, you've got a game on the weekend that you've got to win. And it was like that for us, so it was quickly put to bed. We went on a really good run that got us into the playoffs. And then we ended up back at Wembley against Reading which it doesn't get spoke about really, but I think it's one of the all-time greatest yeah. playoff games. I mean, the Sunderland game gets a big mention, mm. Mickey Gray's penalty missed that one. And there was a couple of others, I think West Ham was one um, against someone, but ours doesn't really get a mention, but it was it was an unbelievable game. 4-3. 2-0 down. Um Did you give the penalty away? Yeah. I was just about to come to that, give a penalty <laughs> away. Yeah, I'm <laughs> doing <laughs> your research, <laughs> haven't you? David Lee's fault. In fact, it was. I whose it faulty was Scott Brown's, eh, Scott Green's, Scott Green get the ball away, and I've ended up bringing the player down. And it was three nil; it was all over. But um, keeper Anigan saves the penalty. We end up getting right back into the game, and then I I went on amazing and yeah. set one of them up. We went four two, and then it went four three. Yeah. And then we got we'd been promoted to the Premier League, which was like, you know, to to go back to Wembley was was brilliant. Mm. But to win in this circumstance is a completely different feeling. And old Wembley was was, oh, amazing. Amazing. I mean, I've been to the the new one. It, it doesn't compare.
3: Was there any inclination that Rioc was going to leave? No. So was that just out the blue massively?
0: It, it was out the blue, yeah. Um, it was completely out the blue. But Arsenal, you know, it was one of them. You, you couldn't turn it down, do you know what I mean? It was, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but it, we never felt he was going to go at the end of the season. Um, whether we'd gone up or not, you know, we thought we were all just going to kick on. For me, it was it was a different experience because myself and Alan Stubbs were making the headlines. We, you know, as much as we were making the headlines, we. we you know, I'm still new. I'm. I'm at, this is Bolton's my first club. I don't know how it works. I don't know how you get a move. I don't know. My agent obviously kept <laughs> a lot away from the me. <laughs> still not ringing, Jason. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, you know, it's just I'm, I'm. I'm reading the headlines, obviously, but I don't know what what goes on, and I don't know what happened. And then, um, and then Bruce leaves, and then it was like,
1: did anything change with the with, with his brother? The phone the started ringing after he left. No. Did the phone start ringing?
0: Well. Well, no, Roy, so Roy McFarlane come in as joint manager with Colin Todd, which never works, mm. right? I've no. had two, lots of it, and it just doesn't mm. work. It just doesn't work. And then Roy McFarlane turned around to me and Stubbs, right? and he went, to, you two aren't going anywhere. Do not think like you're going to leave because Bruce has gone, that's it, you're here. You know, we're Bruce, Premier League, we're up, we're going, and that's it, you two are staying. So we're like that, right? So next we we had the game on the Saturday, and I remember it was like match of the day or something, and the, me and Stubbs were doing the interview. And the, the the lad goes, so uh, you know, is anything going to happen shortly? And I remember Stubbsy going, "Watch this space," like that, right? And I'm, I'm like, "Fucking <laughs> hell!" <that> <laughs> yeah, one of them. It's like, whoa! Like it just kept me mouth shut. I mean, you both had transfers, right? Did they come out the bl- Did they come out the blue, or did you, you feel they come out the blue, or did I, you know? I think you've got half an idea of, uh, a week before. Okay, I would say mine mine come right out the blue. I'm driving in with Stubbsy. And um our agent, Bruce's brother, Bruce's brother, <laughs> my dad phone rings. <laughs> Bruce's brother. I haven't spoken to him for three years. <laughs> he comes on the phone stops, he takes a phone call. And he literally, like, we, we were on the way to Bolton, we get near Bolton. And he literally and the car round. And um, I'm like, what's happened? To you? And he's like, they've agreed nine million quid for, for me and you. I'm like, who? He's like Blackburn rovers. When Kenny, Kenny Dalglish has bid nine million quid for me and you, and we, we, we've got to go for talks on the East Langs Road in a hotel. So I'm now, like...
2: Are you going there now?
0: Yeah, it's like now. You turn the car around, you, you come <laughs> back now. very out of the blue. It was out of <laughs> the blue. I'm like, I'm going into training. I'm like, okay. And you just on this like nine million quid. It's obviously eight million for me and one million for stuff. <laughs> <you want it? laughs> so um, so we, we drive up the East Langs Road and we meet we meet Ian, Ian Rioch. Bruce's brother and he's like right this has happened it's like they bid 9 million quid and we're going to the A-Doc Thistle to, to meet Kenny and Ray Harford and I'm like well like yeah but like so what and he goes well we have talks and stuff and we see what we want to do so I'm like okay in my head I'm thinking Kenny's my hero I'm like photo, photo <laughs> I'm like brilliant get the so, Nokia yeah so we, we, we get to the hotel and then the two were sitting in, and then Kenny comes into the reception. and We're sitting there, and he goes, Right, I've got a room around the corner, so you want to come in? So I, I'm fair, so I go in. So I'm sitting there, and Kenny's like selling me like Blackburn Rovers just won the league and all that. And it's like, You know, I want you to play in the middle, Tim Sherwood, and you know, Stubbs is going to play at the back, and this is what we want to do. And you know, we've got this going on, and got this going on, and you know, it'll be really, really good. And like halfway through the meeting, my agent's phone goes off. He literally picks the phone up, and he's like that, and he goes, Um, Uh, Kenny, can I just take this call? I I need to take this call. Can I go out? So he he goes out the room, and I'm left with Kenny and Ray offered like in this kind of situation like this. I'm like, (laughs) all right. (laughs) It's like i ask not asking for his autograph. Would (laughs) you sign (laughs) (laughs) this? So he comes back in and he goes, um, he literally like standing. He goes, we've I've had Bolton on the on the on the uh, call and Liverpool have agreed four and a half million quid for Jason. They don't want. They don't want Stubbsy. Um, can we go and speak to Liverpool before we make our mind up? And Kenny just goes, "No," said the, de- the deal's off. If you leave now, the deal's off. You know, it's it's both ears yeah. now, or or no one. So now I'm left with like, what do, what do we do here? So I've got Liverpool, who's like my club. I've got Kenny's my hero. And I, I'm like torn between, and Stubbsy's, Stubbsy's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Stubbsy's <laughs> like well, what's going
2: on? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Out to, to, to yeah, of his hands in his pockets. After three, Stubbsy was at the bottom of the list, <laughs> to be honest. So I, I go, so he goes, well, go and think about it. So I go outside and I said to Stubbsy, I went, Stubbsy, you know, like Liverpool have been on the phone. And he went, listen, if it was Everton, I know you'd do the same for me. I'm thinking, what I fuck? <laughs> so he goes, he goes, hey, go and talk to Liverpool. And um, it was kind of one of them bluff moments. It was like, show your show your hand kind of thing. So he goes back in and he goes, we're gonna go and speak to Liverpool. And he went, okay, deal's off. Never even spoke to Stubbsy. Then two leave. So um, Stubbsy gets in his car, drives home. (laughs) Ian Rio takes me to Anfield. So I go to Anfield. So I, th- I think we went for something to eat. We had something to eat first because we went to Anfield like later on that night. I'm just thinking, Paul Stubbs
1: here. Yeah,
2: driving
0: home. the misses. You never guess what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> that cunt's gonna fucking Liverpool. I'm Not Bolton.
4: So close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so and do you know what that made me laugh? Like I think back to it now, it always makes me laugh. It's like so Liverpool, who I would have played for for nothing, right? I've put all the floodlights on. Right. I'm meeting them at the ground in one in the in the box. They put all the floodlights on trying to sell me the club, right? As if I'd like sell me Anfield. It's like <laughs> so I walk in and it's like steeped, like Anfield, you've got corridors, the old main stand, steeped in history, and it's like the photographs. I'm like, never been in this part of the I just couldn't believe what was going on. So like now I'm like in into like the boardroom of Anfield. Roy Evans is in there, um, Peter Robinson's in there. Me and my agent, so we, we're talking away. Evo's trying to sell me the club, like I'm putting this young team together. <laughs> it's like I'm looking out the window, the lights are on the pitch, and all. That. It's like Anfield. So he goes, um, you know, this is that. This is what we want to do, and we've got this, and like. So then they go, I go, okay. So next thing is, we want to talk about money and wages and stuff, and I just went, listen, it's got nothing to do with me. Like, I, can I go out and look at all the pitches and the trophies and all? That?
4: <laughs> <laughs> And they were like,
0: yeah, yeah. And I just went to Ian Rayock, I went, don't mess it up. And he went, okay.
1: Why was, why, what was that decision? Did you just feel more comfortable not being involved?
0: There was that, that? there was that, and I didn't care how much I was signing for.
1: Yeah, so you'd rather not be a part of it?
0: Just rather not be a part of it. He could have come out and gone 250 quid a week. I would have gone, all right. It was just done, it was done. Like I was never, ever not signing for Liverpool.
1: And Had you got onto numbers at Blackburn? Uh, no, no,
0: right, so
1: not know. even discussed it, but it didn't matter,
0: didn't matter. Poor stubsy man,
1: so
3: <laughs> they put a young team together, Alan, and you're not part of it, they just want me. Bye.
4: Mate,
0: the two awkward phone calls was what I'm going to tell you now. So, obviously, I've gone back in, been called back in, and basically, it was a structure like all the young kids, it was like Rob Jones, Phil Barb, Jamie maca and Robbie were on. Almad's this. maca and Robbie were on less because they'd come through like the school of excellence. Mm. So they were on less. They were the star players. and They were on less.
4: Yeah.
0: I was on more than Barnsey. This structured for these bunch of kids. So it was like Rob Jones, babsy me, Jamie, Jamo. We were all on the same money. So it was like fifteen grand a week. So we we so I'd gone from two grand to 50, two grand to fifteen grand but I would have signed for 250 quid.
2: First thing I'm going to a fucking Lotus garage. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Buy an Arga.
0: Fuck <laughs> <laughs> like Buy that to
4: Bruce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, so anyway, so I've agreed to sign for Liverpool. So I'm in the car. Ian Reog says, you're going to have to ring Kenny. God, shit. So he goes, I, I said, I'm going to say what? He said, well, you just got to tell him you're going to sign for Liverpool and thanks for the opportunity. I went, all right, yeah. So anyway, puts him on the phone could hear him, right? This is about like nine o'clock at night. So, hi, Kenny, it's Jason on the phone. He goes, "Uh, you made your mind up? I've gone, yeah, I'm going to sign for Liverpool. He goes, okay, no worries. He said, "Um, listen, enjoy playing at Hague Avenue. So I went, yeah, okay, Kenny, thanks, yeah. So put the phone down. So my agent goes, what did he say? I said, "He, he, he said something about enjoy playing at Hague Avenue. I went, who plays at Hague Avenue? And he went, Southport and Liverpool reserves. I've <laughs> <laughs> gone. Okay, cutting that Kenny, cutting a bit of that. Yeah. In yeah. Cutting. He did. That... Didn't, he didn't speak to me for years, Kenny.
1: In all seriousness, did, did that hurt a bit? That
0: I killed him. It killed him. Yeah, yeah. And it, and I was gutted because you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's Kenny. It's my hero. It's like you know, I want to be a footballer because I was number seven in the playground. you know what I mean? Scoring winners in the FA Cup final in the park is Kenny Daglish. And I've like, let me hero down. And he's got, he's got, na- not nasty with me, but he's got like funny with me. Yeah. And then years, I've bumped into him with the years and he was kind of just let on and he was never like. Did you,
3: know, you learn from to- your mistakes when you were coming on for Houghton? Did you not lead with a stiff?
0: <laughs> 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 oh, Kenny's pied yeah. us again. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so then we had to tell Stubbsy. So then oh, I told Stubbsy. <laughs> for Stubbsy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day, I'm in the house, right? I'm in the house and... The phone goes and it's Bruce. And Bruce went, um, I believe you're going to sign for Liverpool. And he went, yeah. He said, listen, I want to fly you and your mum down to London. He went, come and have talks before you sign for them. Come and have talks and sign for Arsenal. So, and this is, so I know you're going to laugh at this, right? He went, I've got a shortlist: three players. <laughs> He's gone, I want to sign three players. And I went, who's the three? <laughs> this is this, the only time these three names will ever be in the same sentence, right? He went, I want Roberto Carlos, Dennis Bergkamp Camp, and you. <laughs> <laughs> what about, oh about Stubsy? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Do you not fancy Stubsy? <laughs> <laughs>
4: like,
0: four and a half mil. <laughs> so I've got <gone>, um... <laughs> I can't yeah. I can't I said I can't I said there's no point I said mm-hmm. you're wasting two flights I, I love the way he tried to get my mum to come as well as, <laughs> as, well as he was gonna, <laughs> get her in as well like my mum's gonna go oh I love Bruce sign for, sign for Arsenal so I said I can't so I said it's my club I've got a sign for Liverpool I'd never read like it you know it's the only chance we're gonna get
4: yeah
0: so a sign for Liverpool <laughs> so um so the next day I go in and um they're away playing um Kavkaz in the Cup Winners' Cup or something, right, in Europe. And they've flown by Aeroflot. Aeroflot at the time had the worst aviation safety record in <laughs> history, right? I'm actually now thinking, right, they ain't coming home and I'm going to be captain. I'm going to be on free kicks, corners. They're going to throw the team back. <laughs> Just sign me. The team ain't coming back. I'll be able to sign Stubbsy. Yeah, Stubbsy can come as well. So, uh, so yeah. The
2: bulletin Stubsy. Stubbsy.
0: Oh, mate, I swear to God right and uh, this is this is the other mad thing which which I'm gonna tell you <laughs> now right which ties into it and it goes right back to when I was 15. right when so when my mum said to me listen she sits me down and goes listen you've had trials it's not happening um you know what what you're gonna do you're gonna have to go to college or something like that and I said and this is the God's honest truth, I'm not making this up right I said I've, I'm gonna do one last thing and she went what is it and I went I'm gonna write to Jim will fix it, right? And ask, ask for a trial for Liverpool. Right, I'm gonna ask for a trial for Liverpool. And I wrote, I wrote to Jimmy Savile and said, could you fix it for me to get a trial? I was 15. I bet like, fucking glad he didn't. <laughs> well, you look back to one of them you look back and think, well, got never happened. the <laughs> bullet there. Imagine you did fix it. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's one thing blindfolded milking a cow, innit? But it's, it's it's another thing asking for a trial. And you know, I, I did. I asked I asked him to fix it, asking for a trial. Anyway, I, I had to get there on my own, didn't I? And I've, obviously now I've signed for Liverpool. So they're awake and they, they were away for two days. Mate, I've sat in that dressing room. So I got there early. You know, you dead keen, aren't you? So I've gone in the dressing room the, the day they're coming back to training because they had the next day off. So um, it must have been like they played Tuesday, I signed the Monday. They played, they played the Tuesday. They were away off the Wednesday. So I'm off the Wednesday. So we all start on the Thursday. So I'm in the dressing room like half eight in the morning, like one of them, <laughs> like with my kit on and that, <laughs> waiting to go. And then like Barnsley comes in it was like Jim had fixed it. It was <laughs> I swear to God, it was that moment. It was like, Rushy comes in. Cheers, Jim. I'm like, <laughs> can I tell you, Rush? John Barnes. i number? thinking Stubbsy's
1: numbering able to. Yeah. So, like, all these Liverpool players walking. Dear Jim, stubs.
2: any chance you can get in contact with Kay Daglish and get me a move to Blackburn, <laughs> thanks. Best wishes, Alan. <laughs>
4: Sorry, Stubbsy. Alan. (laughs) (laughs) From KB Liverpool. Alan. (laughs) Dear (laughs) Jim. They're not going
0: to tell you, Alan, but I've got Jimmy's number. (laughs) It was like surreal.
3: Poor Stubbsy. Poor Stubbsy. I'd (laughs) like to think Stubbsy, man. I'm to like, Stubbsy To Stubbsy everybody <laughs>
2: God Jeez. bless you but Alan You did alright
1: It Celtic Th- Yeah good, good, good thankfully good though It could have gone either way
2: <clears throat> I tell you what I don't know, I'd like to go to Fucking war with Jason Would you <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> where's, your, where's your mate Ah oh, fuck him <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing Me
3: and you sign for a team But another team Only wants you what we doing
2: you know exactly what he's doing it was a loaded question you're <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same as fucking Jason that's what I'm doing would you leave would you take me or would you leave I'd, I'd have stayed
1: <laughs> oh
2: God, I lo- lo- you <laughs> the <to> call me <laughs>
1: yeah <Loyal>. oh <laughs> <The> le- <laughs> 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 fucking that's hell women in Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would say loyalties <laughs> no good,
3: good episode good start very good hope everybody enjoyed it I'm we haven't even touched
2: Liverpool yet. No,
1: some crackers in part two. We've got all Liverpool Spice Boys, Roy Keane, Island Island stuff. Actually, I don't, I don't. Bit spoiler alert as well. Can I for part two? Can I give spoilers away? You can do what you want, Chris. Confirmation that Roy Keane loves a water park. Yes, that's not too much of a spoiler, is it? Well, I think no. we is all... it enough
2: to entice people into watch? I, don't, I think, I think so. we all knew it anyway. Didn't we,
1: it?
3: Yeah. I think I don't know when I said it, but. Even talking about it now, even though it was that long ago, it's still classing at that, that fallout. Yeah. Keane oh. McCarthy. It,
2: I, think, what it, I think what it is is, like, the magnitude of where they were. Mm. They
4: when were, you think about it... They were it, at the
2: fucking World, World Cup. Cup like, and he's sh- the main man. Surely you think, like, just bite your tongue. Bite your tongue for another couple of weeks. To leave a World Cup, like every young, young boy's
1: dream who wants to play football, to leave but yeah that's part two we'll talk about that next week
3: yeah just before we move on to anything else though I think we're maturing aren't we as a group as people as individuals <laughs> last definitely. night well, we're in Swansea as, as we speak and what would you, what would we have done back in the day getting a new
2: probably, city probably before my diet started bags on bed out shower quick shower lads taxis
3: booked I found a pub, ten minutes away. Yeah,
1: I, I I got there a bit later. opened the door, John's head pops <laughs> round from the kitchen. The aromas. Well, there weren't much
2: aroma from a <laughs> no, there weren't much aroma from a tuna wrap.
3: <laughs> so me and Johnny went to Morrison's, and he's he's picked up a couple of things, and I just because we had a big dinner, we'll probably come come to oh, that. Oh, we will. But I said, Do you know what, I fancy a tuna wrap, and he just kicked the fingers, and he just took off. I followed him. Just chucking these ingredients in we had the red onion we had the sweet corn <laughs> the light mayonnaise four
1: what?
3: four tins of tuna in brine. Four tins
2: of tuna. We, we, we chucked into
3: eight wraps. i did see what we going eight on raps. i did
1: think the ratio for, of tuna to wrap was
2: well we had three wraps. we, had th- we had three wraps. it right. looked
1: more like a burrito than a <laughs> it
2: was it was filled so i left I, I had two wraps uh but back in the day we'd have been straight in the pub and a kebab up my own wouldn't we we are all in bed for half past nine, mm-hmm. tucked up. No, 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 and then this morning, this morning it took it to a new level. <laughs> We've got... Three meals on the go. Goat, goat's doing his porridge with banana and honey. I've got three kippers and two smoked mackerel <laughs> under grill. And Baldy's doing a...
3: What, what, like, what is it called? There's a name for it. Treats of eggs. I thought you Oh no it's a Chris something.
1: Brenner original this oh, Is it? Is it? Oh, oh, it's not, is oh, it? You, went, is it any you won't coffee? find this in any restaurant no. you went, it any?
2: I couldn't believe it So it's frying chorizo off With scrambled egg Spinach Summit cheese cream.
1: Yeah I've got some uh, goat's cheese The goat's
3: cheese I had sampled oh, Well I sampled all three Meals got the lot that oh, we getting made <laughs> A bit, a bit <laughs> of fish A bit you of fish. You want a buffet this I morning Breakfast <laughs> <it> <laughs> buffet But the cheese just made it Yeah did
1: you just make that yourself? Uh, yeah, yeah well, it's a Chris bread original. Uh, just short of a bit of seasoning. But what we were saying, we used to bring a of cans with us. We're going to yeah. have to swap that for a spice rack.
2: So after, <laughs> after last week's spag bol slash lasagna, we turn we're turning into fucking... We're going to be
1: opening a restaurant, I tell you, by the end of this mm. series.
3: That is a good point, though. We're not going to bring that extension cable anymore, Matty. We're
2: bringing... Salt cu- cumin. That's what we're bringing Cumin Is that how you pronounce it? I won't put it on my kippers yeah. <laughs> we, we, we need We need, We need a look like a First aid kit Yeah But a, a, a snap wagon So we yeah. need salt Pepper vinegar, Chili flakes Chili flakes chili like, you flakes. big on chili flakes I, do,
1: I am yeah Basil Thyme Origamo <laughs> <laughs> Are we are going to do We're going to fold it all up And make into do it into a He's that with his
4: hands again
3: <laughs> <laughs> We are so, yeah. I, I,
4: Do
2: you know
3: what I was proud Yeah This morning After yeah. last night We had an early night Yeah Big day to day So back but in the day
2: got- you, you drove yesterday By the way We went for the most Outrageous meal I say outrageous We went for a Toby Carvery
1: Yeah I've seen the pictures
2: And I have never seen Anything In fact It was probably The eighth wonder of the world mm. As big a in my As, life because
1: we've mentioned it, but how much you eat is disgrace, under, yeah. And un- it was
3: good because I, I've kind of since Christmas I've tried to lose a bit of timber and stuff, but it's nice to know you've still got it all the yeah. yeah. So it, we we, got it, a, there's a
1: photo, there's a photo, photo there's a screen. video,
3: there's a photo before, or after, and during. I've got to say though, it was a sausage too many. <laughs> I was. A, so this was is where sausage weird. too, mate. This, <laughs> this is this
1: <laughs> you had it, though, didn't
2: you? <laughs> it <laughs> it all went. Did you get the after picture? <laughs> oh, aye, it so, all went. So but. this is this is where I've changed my life. So we had the big platter at the uh, Torby. So you get more meat. You can have two Yorkshire puddings. I only had one. You get two sausages. I says, put them on big dog plate. <laughs> four, but
1: fuck off. You didn't I have four, four sausages. I took four
2: down. I did. They weren't the best, actually.
3: It's maybe don't. What Sorry, is. Toby. Yeah, Sorry, Toby.
2: <laughs> but th- this, is, this, is, this is the bit that really got me. So he's gone pork, gammon and beef. So the gadgets cut the pork, cut the gammon. So he's got obviously them... Comes to cutting his beef, he went, could you put plenty of beef on, mate, please? <laughs> Does anybody ask that at <laughs> Toby? Do you know what, Chris?
3: I've done a lot of daft things in my time and I've upset John a few times in my life. I've never seen him so disgusted in my actions
1: Like that embarrassed yeah
3: Well, uh, it's Im- the word
1: you
2: this Toby Carver's in Barnsley you yeah. know people <laughs> know as as I, as as I am he's already got his gammon and his pork they're already boxed off and the cheeky bass are wanting one more slice of beef he's got four sausages on there
3: and it was one slice too many so I've moved down to the veg
2: <laughs> fucking and hell. I've heard him go just shove them scraps on there mate <laughs> <really.">
3: <laughs> I
4: thought that's oh, gotta be against the rules should
2: <laughs> if I'm out of order that's <laughs> so you know when you scraps like obviously he's cut the fat no no nah, they get some goodness there yeah, no yeah. not the fat you know the when he cuts off the the main joint but there's bits yeah. drop off yeah from the last joint i said put them scraps on there big <laughs> <M."> we were <laughs>
3: well-oiled <laughs> machines so we both on the same page get i mean it was mine was up here get through half of it reload on the gravy and condiments what sauces are you going with mint i All went mint them? horseradish and then i i treated myself for a bit of cranberry <laughs> why half. is it a
1: treat why is uh, I just
2: didn't have it at the first time. Oh, right. <laughs> he, he couldn't fit the fucker on. <laughs> <laughs> he'd have been walking back at the table and his nose would have been eating cranberry. Do
3: you know what I actually said to him? Oh, oh, I'm actually embarrassed of you walking back. <laughs> do do uh, know you, you got, it's like a walk of shame,
1: isn't it? Because oh, like I do it. Yeah. If you
3: see somebody with a, a belt, you go,
1: he's getting <laughs> his
3: money's worth. Yeah.
1: Do you know what? I don't think I've ever been to a Tony Carberry. Tony Carberry Tony Carberry
3: Tony Tony Carberry (laughs) B Tony Carberry
4: Tony Carberry (laughs) Tell
3: you what it is That's fucking done So (laughs) basically
2: Tony Carberry
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tony (laughs) Carberry
1: Hey, <laughs> we've got a bit of an announcement.
2: Right, you're agreed to come. That's what we've got I'm done, man. So, this series,
1: uh, on top of the regular releases, every Friday, we're going to have the Friday, should we call it the Friday? We wanted a Tuesday release, but we can't get them out by Tuesday. So, we're going to be Tuesday Club, but no, Friday, because we're only like Tuesday Club, John. Um, we're going to have fr- Friday, Friday Club. Club.
2: Friday Club. So, we are releasing an extra episode every Friday, aren't we? Oh, but it's not going to be football. It's not gonna be football. Well, it's not just going to be football, is it? It's going to be well, a bit of everything, eh? Huh? Yeah. Because we do get some people
3: saying, "Oh, it's not enough." When you're next releasing, and a week's too long, so
1: we might as well. Because we've done some Patreon bonuses. What people? They're my favourite ones, on. you know. Yeah. Them ones. So we'll there's well there's still be doing games. Patreon bonuses as well. I know we mentioned Patreon before. The link's in the description. If you if you can. Join the Patreon if you would. That would be fantastic because it does, like we said at the beginning of the episode, help us very, very. Cup much. of coffee
2: a month. Yeah, because it's a bit
3: like
1: therapy, isn't it? You know, you have a bit. I a think bit it, of yeah. Get things off your chest. Of weeks just to, uh,
2: so Friday. Glass clock, of wine. Have a drink and get and get things off your chest, John. I tell you, it would be good. What 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 would be good for people listening? So obviously, we release on Monday. We release Friday. You can listen to it on the coach going to your away games on a Saturday.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm not obviously trying to tell you when to listen, but make sure you listen individually. Don't put it on
3: the big speaker at the front because we'll miss out on the um, listen. The listens, <laughs> 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 the numbers, the, num- the numbers will be down. Don't Do connect not- your Bluetooth or out. That's <laughs> that's forbidden. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Remember the sticker I got the other week? i met my black tracksuit. I know it's there. not
3: even a matching tracksuit. I saw that earlier. Oh,
2: comfort. That is you wore, Did you wear that last week? You wore that for a podcast lately. This. I, I, I See, I, I, I'm at the point now where I don't want to buy any more clothes. Why? Because yeah. you're on the descent. I'm on the descent, so I've got a I've got a black tie dinner on. Uh, you're not going to that, surely. I'm just gonna put a tie on. <laughs> uh, I've got a black tie dinner on Friday, and I genuinely I've got fuck all to wear. I ain't got a black suit that fits us.
1: So what? You're going baggy, baggy's in in Baggy in,
2: yeah. That's, eh? that's a subject, for, that's a no. subject for one of our Yeah, that's a thing, subject is that? for
1: Friday, that. Yeah. Fashion advice.
2: Sex advice. Always uh, yeah. sex advice. Oh, aye. It was always sex advice.
1: <laughs> Food, tips, hints. Um, so, uh, actually, we'd like to hear from the, the viewers, of, you know, anything that our listeners, anything that you'd like us to cover, any advice that you'd like.
3: What we could do, it's oh, all do you own, I was going to say best meal. Take a picture of your best meal. Ingredients. We don't
1: a, well, I've got a lot of do. hidden gems
2: in my you, that you know mine
4: <laughs> chive <laughs> that potatoes, was the other ingredients in my eggs chive
2: gravy uh, corned beef baked beans oh, wallop so right
1: thank you for listening once again yeah. and watching and
2: and if you could share some McAteer piece, part Sean. 2
1: coming next week and the bonus episode on Friday it's not a bonus episode it's an episode so it, sounds
3: like, it sounds like a geography teacher doesn't he Tony Carberry
2: <laughs> Tony Carberry
1: double session with Toby, Tony Tony Cabra.
2: <laughs> right, we'll see you fucking Monday, Tuesday, or Thursday, Friday, whenever we, whenever we're back on.
1: Well, thanks for listening, as always. Thanks for watching.